Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guys, LaShawn Shady McCoy and Adam Pac-Man Jones. And the United States men's soccer team advanced to the round of 16 at the World Cup with a 1-0 win over Iran. Kristen Pulisic, Mr. Captain America himself. Scored the only goal of the match in the 38th minute, and the United States held off a late surge from Iran to advance. The U.S. will face the Netherlands on Saturday. Pack Shady, I don't know if you guys watched this game, but uh, we actually were watching this game while doing a production meeting, and uh, the U.S. literally should have won this game three or four nil, right? I- Iran had a late surge late in that game, and they had a few chances that, quite frankly, scared me. I thought they were about to put a, a goal in, and if they had tied the game up, they would have advanced with England into the round of 16. But, you know, Kristen Pulisic, who actually got hurt when he scored the goal, um, nice uh, cross from Des. You know, uh, the ball was played in. He crossed it, header cross in, and Pulisic, nice goal. But he ended up getting hurt on the, with the goalkeeper. I think he went and got tested today on his uh, his ab abdomen section, uh, hoping he plays. I saw he put out something on Twitter saying, don't worry, he's going to be there Saturday and play against the Netherlands. So uh, that that's good for the U.S. But, man, the excitement is back. You know, the U.S. didn't qualify last time the World Cup came around. Shady, did you get a chance to watch any of the game or you, you was getting ready for the other show? No, I did. I did watch a little bit of it. I seen uh, America, they fought hard, man. They fought hard, got the W. Hey, you know what? They Pac, man, you'll be a great soccer player, man. <laughs> no, nah, and the reason why I wouldn't be – I know y'all, we're talking about the game and everything, but yeah. out of watching the game, the biggest thing I took from the game and after the game, I forget which player it was, but I guess he pronounced the country name wrong. Yeah, oh, Iran. Yeah, he was what? saying Iran instead of Iran. Bro, oh, bro. Iran. And I went back to thinking, like, how strict it is over there and all this. Like, I'm scared. I'm scared for our athletes and, and our people that's over there. Like, oh, yeah, nah, we, we, oh, no, 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 no. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Well, but nah, like, Shady, I don't, I don't Shady, 100% know about that because – Just hear yeah, me out, ahead. Shady. Because um, you can tell when it's it's a different kind of language from – you know, we know our language. You can tell when people are getting the language like, hey, look, make sure you say that fucking shit right and don't say it wrong like that no more. Like, <laughs> And that's the kind of language – That's the tone the reporter had? The tone that the reporter had when he – 
when he responded, I mean, yeah, he's talking he about Tyler him. Adams. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when he was asked that question, he answered the question amazing though. Like for a twenty-three-year-old yes, kid, yes, he did. He answered it beautifully. Um, but Shady, getting to that point, right? Not to get political on the show, um, but yeah, there's been a couple instances of people, you know, um, in the um LGBTQ community, you know, because that's that's frowned upon out there. Um, a couple guys have been escorted from the stadiums you know, wearing the rainbow colors and, and the things like that. So they, yeah, they, they, they don't look too kindly on that over there. So you, I you get talking what about fans. Saying. He's talking about fans. Huh? I'm talking about players. He's talking about players. Pat talking about players, right, Pat? Yeah, no, but I think some yeah. players have I'm been talking in about unison talking, talking about, about, you know, you know how, you know, they need to stop discriminating against that. And it's been some, some, some things out hey, there. Hey, look, so look, like, this is what I'm saying. We, we can't control how other countries think or, or what their beliefs are. I'm just saying, Ain't nothing gonna happen to no American players over there because they they know how we gonna rock if something go wrong. Mm. They know that. <laughs> they know that. We locked and loaded. <laughs> you hear me? Yeah. But but to push this forward, yeah, I'm looking forward to this game versus the Netherlands. I think the U.S. has a really good chance. Um, they always are good, a scrappy though. team, huh? Her Netherlands. You say pretty good. The, uh, Netherlands, yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. Are they pretty good? Um, yeah, they are. Freddie uh, Dijon, they got they got they got they got some dogs over there. Um, so we'll see. But uh, I, I like the grit that this team has played with through the first three games um, to advance into the knockout stage um, and get into the round of 16. So, I mean, it, it really is going to depend on Kristen Pulisic. Uh, I was a little bit concerned that the manager took out, you know, Weston McKinney. He, he did look a little tired, so I guess maybe that's why he took them out. But I feel like in a game where we had to win to advance, I would want some of my be best players in. I mean, Des, the guy that crossed the ball in, too ballistic. He took him out at halftime too, and the offense just looked different in the second half. We couldn't really keep the ball like we did in the first half. We really owned time of possession that first half. The second half, not so much. Um, and I think it was covers some of the substitutions the coach made. And I don't know what's wrong with Reyna and why he hasn't played. Um, again, he's one of our best young players. Maybe you know the manager sees something different when they're at practice, but you got to find a way to get this kid in the game. And then Timothy Weah, man. Um, couple opportunities he missed looked really good and you know the the Wales game was scored that goal versus them but missed a few opportunities in this game so hopefully you know they get Captain America back away I think Musa played a hell of a game he literally was everywhere on defense tracking down ball carriers um great tackles um just literally man I felt like he ran maybe a thousand miles during that game and he had a great effort and and, and one of the main reasons why we won this game so I'm looking forward to, you know, the U.S. versus the Netherlands. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I'm your host, Lee J. Doosbull, with my guys, LaShawn, Shady McCoy, and Adam Pac-Man Jones. And Monday night football game last night, young Kenny Pickett was efficient with the football, and Benny Snell Jr. ran for 62 yards and scored the go-ahead touchdown with 9.55 left, and then watched as his Pittsburgh Steelers teammates fended off a last-minute comeback bid by the Colts, and they won the game 24-17. Now, he carried the ball 12 times, produced his highest rushing total. This is Benny Snell since an 84-yard game on December 21st, 2020. And with the Steelers trailing 17-16 on third and goal, Snell found an open lane to the left. It was an inside zone run. Nothing was in the middle. He does a nice jump cut to the left, gets into the end zone. Kenny Pickett, after that, threw a two-point conversion to make it 24-17 to to give them a seven-point lead. Now, Najee Harris, you know, started off the game pretty good, but he lived off the field in the first half. He was ruled out with a, a abdominal injury, and Snell took over from there. Now, the Colts were trailing by seven. We're in a bit of a frantic situation, uh, facing fourth and three from the Pittsburgh 
yard line at the two-minute warning. Now, after converting, Indianapolis quarterback Matt Ryan was sacked by Alex Highsmith, who literally wrecked that whole last series for the um, Indianapolis Colts. He had the sack, then he had a tackle for loss later on in that series. Right there, I don't understand why Jeff Saturday didn't call a timeout. But I digress. Second play, you know, Matt Ryan's able to scramble for 14 yards. Still, no timeout. They decided to stay on the ball. They felt like they still had timeouts, and, and it ran down under the 30 seconds, right? Then on that third down play, they tried to run the ball with Jonathan Taylor and get the first down. Alex Highsmith beats the tight end across the face and gets a tackle for loss. Then they finally call a timeout. By this time, Shady and Pack, they've wasted up to almost a minute on the clock, right? So it's fourth and three, right? They hike the ball. Alex Highsmith again beats the left tackle, uh, Bernard Raymond, who was a, I believe, a fourth round pick for them out of Central Michigan this past year. Knocks him into Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan has a shovel to the left. He wanted to go to the inside breaking route. It was covered well by the Pittsburgh Steelers. He throws a back shoulder fade to Paris Campbell, right? And Cameron Sutton does a really good job not interfering. And then Mika Fitzpatrick comes and finishes the game, right? And they end up winning the game. Now, a lot of people questioned Jeff Saturday and asked him, and they were wondering when this would happen, right? When it came to time management and clock management, when you've never been a head coach, these are some of the, the small details you don't think about, but you need to think about in these situations. So here is what Jeff Saturday had to say about the, the game clock and, and his clock management. Nah, yeah, you know, I, I thought we had plenty of time. I wasn't really concerned. We still had timeouts. So I wasn't too concerned. I really wanted, I, you know, when he was going down, I couldn't tell where they were going to start him from going down, right? Like if he was going to get the first down yep. and then we got there. Um, I expect this to get on the ball and be and have another play um, a little bit quicker than that. But again, it wasn't a, this wasn't a press for time. We just didn't make enough plays. Well, fellas, it's interesting that Jeff Saturday said that because today it seemed like he had a different tune. This is Jeff Saturday at the press conference today talking about that game clock management, his game clock management, and how he may have made a different, you know, choice, you know, when when the clock was under two minutes. I wish I had that third down back. In all honesty, I wish I'd have used a timeout. Um, just looking at it on film, looked at it last night again, looked at it this morning again and and uh from a time perspective i felt i felt good but the uh you could tell we were in disarray i just didn't have a great feel and um i you know parks made a great call i still like the call right away you know i told him to have one ready and as soon as he went down he had the call in place so his 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 was on but then we had the formation of personnel we had guys running across and um again i just you know looking back it's a learning experience. I didn't, I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't meet my expectations. Again, I hold the guys accountable. I'm accountable for that. Just wish I would have, um, that one's the one that is going to stick with me. So use it as a learning experience, hopefully get better at it, but frustrated with myself on that. And, um, again, man, when you, when you look back, you know, you hate to say it, but that's execution and that one's on me. Mm, Adam Pac-Man Jones, let me ask you this. What do you think about Jeff Saturday's time management and then him backtracking today after seeing the film and saying he wished he would have called timeout? I'm saying, what are you saying? When you have a motherfucker off the streets that's coming from uh 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 doing what we doing? <laughs> yeah. And come to be a coach, you you gotta expect that. You gotta expect that he gotta learn certain things and it's different between sitting in there playing a motherfucking video game and being in live bullets. So, um, me personally, he he owned up to it. He's gonna get better. Look like he have uh the team playing pretty good. 
So I'm all for it. Like, he's going to make mistakes. We already know that. We already said that. Anybody that's come from sitting behind the television or doing this and to lie bullish, like us going back to play, you're going to have mistakes. And they come with time, effort, uh, patience, learning, and getting better. Yeah, and to speak about and allude to what you were talking about, Pac, I want to ask Shady this. Like, how do you feel about him saying that he, he wasn't worried about time yesterday, but then actually owning up to, you know, saying that, you know, I wish I had used a timeout. This is something I'm going to have to get better at. It comes down to execution, and we didn't execute, and that starts with me. How do you feel about the coach taking the onus there? Yeah, I, I love that part. You could tell that he has a lot of um the player part. So, I guess – for example, he's not experienced and Colin he's not he's not experienced as a coach. So, yeah. you know, that's the learning curve. Okay, dang. You know, time uh, game management, clock management. I'm not taking yeah. the timeouts when he's supposed to. But then on the flip side, the player part came out where watch the tape, own up to it. You know, they always say this 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 phrase, the big eye in the sky don't lie. So my thing Ooh. is watching the tape, he really could see, you know, how he messed up. And it's a matter of just getting better with it. Only thing I don't like, though, is let's take it out your hands. Every, yeah. every coach I've been around, especially the good ones like Andy Reid, they have a, 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 have a, a guy a, for a, that. A guy for the numbers guy, a guy for time of possessions, all that type of stuff. Yeah. We take a timeout when you're supposed to. So my thing is like these coaches, take it out take it out your part of the game. You got so much to worry about. If you're a head coach, you got the whole team to worry about, take it out, take it out your responsibility. Hire somebody yeah. to take care of that. You exactly. know, so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, it's funny that you said that, Shay, because you could hear Troy Aikman actually talk about that, right, when during the game, when he was calling the game. He was like, usually you have a guy, you know, for these game, cl these clock management situations, right? Um, also, as, as far as going for it on fourth down situations, you have a guy who, who lets you know the percentages of what you should and shouldn't do. And to me, it seemed like maybe they didn't have that guy yesterday, yesterday Shady. Now, we know that Marcus Brady and Frank Wright were let go of with the Colts, but we don't know where is there potentially somebody else let go and maybe Jeff Saturday only wanted certain people in the building. But to your point, yeah, as a head coach, you have so much to worry about. Like, that's that's one thing you should definitely leave in somebody else's hand. Before we get to break, let's talk about your boy Kenny Pickett, Shady. I mean, he was efficient with the ball, 14-18 in the first half for 133 yards, finished 20 of 18. 174 yards, completed 71% of his passes, and it actually should have been in the 80s, right? George Pickens had two drops. Deontay Johnson had a touchdown drops. Um, just talk about his performance, Shady, and the the, the progression we've seen, because that's three games in a row he hasn't thrown an interception. Well, he's a rookie. I, I never judge rookies, no matter who it is. I give mm -hmm. them time to develop as, as players. I think he's going to be a hell of a player. I, 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 yeah. I said it, you know, earlier this year that he reminds me so much of Joe Burrow, right? Mm -hmm. They got the same type of story. Older rookies coming in, a lot smarter than other rookies. He got to take his learning curves, his, 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 his bruises, his bumps. He'll learn from it. He looked at fishing yesterday. He ran with the ball yeah. Um, when nothing was there. That helps out, right? He's very mobile, and he's accurate. Um, mm -hmm. You know what? I, I ran into um, Deontay um, Johnson in the club in Tampa on their bye week. Okay. We was talking about him. He was like, it's frustrating a little bit because, you know, Pickett can play. He's like, but but the game, you could tell it's moving fast for him. I said, well, brother, that's football. Imagine when you was a rookie. Everything was fast, right? Yeah. You had some good plays, and you had a lot of drops. I said, so, but the better he gets, the better y'all be. It might take a time, make it take this whole year. Next year, he'll be ready. Mm. Just, I said, the best thing you could do is make it easier for him. Hard pass, like last night, you got to catch that. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Even the one on, on the picket, um, Pickens touchdown pass he yeah. dropped. When he come out that he he made a great move at the top of the route. He got to come out of that route. Right? You, you seen it, Pac Man? You seen that joint? He come out that route. That's a touchdown. So Pickett look good, man. He gonna be listen. He remind me of Joe Burrow. I think I, I think we'll see something nice in his career. We'll see. The fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, breaking news: Kristen Pulisic. Um, the forward for the U.S. men's soccer team suffered a pelvic contusion in the World Cup win against <laughs> Iran today. He's been ruled day-to-day per a spokesperson for uh, U.S. soccer. Again, I saw a message from him earlier. He said, uh, no doubt that he'd be out there, but we'll see he's day-to-day and uh, pray that he's all right and he's able to go uh, You know, this weekend versus the Netherlands. It's Get It Off Your Chest Tuesday. We want to hear oh, from you guys. On, Tell on, us how on, you... Hold on, you ain't gonna let me. I got something to say about this Pittsburgh shit. Like you ain't just finna pass the conversation. Well, on. we gotta get the break, man. All right, well, hold on for one second. Y'all you got talking one about second. Kenny? Kenny Pickett looks so good. This motherfucker had 174 yards passing. <laughs> That's what Shady would usually say, right? <laughs> get the fuck out of here. He was he efficient though, but he was man, efficient. That with motherfucker the ball. had a pass over five yards, man. Check that. No, he didn't know. He had a, an explosive to Pickens. He had a couple of the, the Pat Fryer move. That's yeah, not how it drops. He's a rookie. 174 yards, man. And he, he had no, three big he don't drops. Know shit in that like game. Joe Burrow. You talking about he, he, he almost looked like a Joe Burrow. No, the hell he man. don't. Maybe he Joe's Joe rookie here. He don't have the Joe Burrow <laughs> weapons either. Ooh, yo, real quick. Yo, 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 bro. Yo, Joe Burrow, I think I like Joe Burrow. Let me say that first. But let's not act like the same guy couldn't start at Ohio State that transferred. That when he transferred. Man, you know how that let shit, me finish. shit happens, bro. You I trans- ain't never, I, I ain't never transferred. You went to ever. Juco. You went to Juco. I went to prep school for a Why year. Why did you go to prep school? Because why? Because you, I got went, hurt. you hurt your leg, and then you didn't go wherever you wanted to go. Shit happens, so you have to do different things. You can't uh, just say, oh, well, he 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 left Ohio State because he couldn't start. Pat love, Joe. Like, that doesn't make on, sense bro. what he's don't saying. Go, don't, go ahead and go to break, bro. Nah, real quick. Go ahead and go he go to to, break, he don't play Ohio State. Can't beat him <laughs> out. On, he go to LSU. <laughs> Look, he surrounded with. And win a championship. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But hold up. He's surrounded with. This is in the backfield. He got, he got first rounds everywhere. He's always had talent around him. Always. College, uh, pros. Mm. It's the truth. Hi, this is Dave LaGreca from Busted Open, home of the best pro wrestling talk on the planet. Here two exclusive episodes every week on the Busted Open podcast. Friday afternoons, myself and Tommy Dreamer bring you the legacy of the territories, a special series looking at the history of what built pro wrestling in the U.S. Then Sunday morning, it's the Masters Class with Tommy Dreamer, Bully Ray, and Mark Henry. Download Busted Open right now on the SXM app, available with all of our trials and popular plans or wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. True or false? Walmart has eye care. True. Stop by Walmart to save and browse top designer frames right where you already shop. And they accept most insurance. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Cheers to a great day and this ice-cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Throw in some music. We can watch the game. Or we could keep it simple. Corona. La vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona extra beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guys, LaShawn Shady McCoy and Adam Pacman Jones and Josh Jacobs sprinting 86 yards for a game-ending <laughs> touchdown. And the Las Vegas Raiders won in overtime for the second straight week, beating the Seahawks 40-34. to Now, Jacobs finished with a franchise record, 229 rushing yards and two scores. He also had six catches for 74 yards and totaled 303 yards from scrimmage, which was the most in franchise history and seventh most in the game in the Super Bowl era. Jacobs has never had a touchdown run longer than 28 yards. Here's his head coach, Josh McDaniels, talking about the performance that Josh Jacobs had. I don't know. I'm running out of superlatives. You know, over 300 total yards in the game, and, you know, he wasn't, you know, didn't feel perfect, you know, but, um, you know, he just, I think toughness, um, he's a football player. Now, Las Vegas forced overtime thanks to Derek Carr's five-yard touchdown toss to Foster Monroe in the corner of the end zone with one minute and 54 seconds remaining. That made it 34-all, called through an interception on the very first play of the game, but finished 25 of 36 for 295 yards and three touchdowns. Now, Seattle lost his second straight game after falling to Tampa Bay two weeks ago in Germany. Geno Smith was 27 of 37 for 328. Shady and two touchdowns, but also had a costly fumble in exchange with the running back. But Seattle's rushing attack struggled for the second straight week, although Kenneth Walker ran for two touchdowns. Now, in overtime, Daniel Carson missed a 56 yard field goal attempt on Las Vegas's first possession, but Seattle went three and out. And on the next play from scrimmage, Josh Jacobs broke free for 86 to the crib to end the game. Adam Pac-Man Jones, the Raiders have won two in a row. Has the hot seat kind of cooled maybe for Josh McDaniels? Well, I don't know for Josh McDaniels, but we need to be talking about Derek Carr because Derek Carr did not play good enough to win this game. He had two interceptions. I don't think I don't think he played good enough. If you look at the other hand, Gino, he yeah. had the one fumble, but he played good enough to win the game. Yeah. Like, he just the thing that sucks with Gino, and that's two weeks in a row, right? It's He's had fumbles on costly parts of the game, right? So we always talk about situational football. The week before, before the bye, they played in Germany versus the Tampa Bay Bucks. He had a fumble in the red zone going to tie up that game. Yes, he, yes, the, he did. The game. Yeah, but Shady, I'm re, I'm glad you're here, yeah. you know, talking with us about he, this because I've been wanting to talk to you played. about this. Shady. No, he Let did. Me. Shady's saying that, you know, Gino don't play when the run game isn't well. Like, the run game has been null and void the last two weeks. Geno threw for 328 yards and two touchdowns, Shady. No, no interceptions and one fumble. And you can't almost you can almost put that fumble on the running back as well. On the running back quarterback exchange. So for you to say that, that he don't play as well when the running game ain't there, that's not facts, bro. He just threw for two, 328 and two touchdowns. Loss. <laughs> I love you, bro. You know that. <laughs> and they went to they went to overtime. Take it easy. Yeah, but you're saying like he he's still ball though. He can't play defense. It's not his fault he can't stop a lead ISO. He don't play uh linebacker. 
Shady, Shady, that was a simple play, too, that they scored that 86-yard touchdown run. But when it's blocked to perfection, what can you say? Now, I'll ask you this, Shady, and I probably should ask Pat because we already know how you feel. The Seahawks have lost two close games back-to-back, and we talked about those two costly turnovers in the game. Uh, the first one, the fumble by Geno, the Tampa Bay game in the red zone. And then also the the quarterback, you know, running back exchange between him and Kenneth Walker in this game versus the Raiders. Um, do you think the Seahawks down the stretch will be able to hold on and make the playoffs, Shady? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, brother. <laughs> I don't know. Funny, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. They won't win a division for one. Yeah. And for two, if they get in the playoffs, they gonna get beat on. Like, I just, let's keep. <laughs> they gonna get beat on, bro. I think so. I mean, you got you got the quarterback is who we know well, he is. You know what's going to come a, down a, to, Shady? At any given second, he can go back to what we know him as. No, stop putting that evil on him, bro. You, we haven't seen it yet, so you can't say that. But do you know what it's honestly going to come down to, Shady? It's going to come down to the Giants, the Commanders, and them, honestly. Because whoever wins the NFC South, because of record, right, they're going to get it. And they're, not, and they're not better than none of them teams you just named, but go ahead. You don't think so? Do you think so? I think they're better than the Giants. They beat them. Did you watch that game? <laughs> I watched that game. Yeah, I watched that game. They only, bro, the Giants won that game or lost that game, but almost won that game because of how they won almost every other game. Luck. A late turnover here. Something falls their way here. But they still, the Seahawks still overcame that and beat the Giants. So, like, no, I, I've been telling you, I don't trust the Giants. I feel like the shoe's going to fall. And like we always talk about, Sandy, they still got a lot of divisional games to play, right? They still got to play your Eagles again, right? I think they got to play them twice, if I'm not mistaken. They still got to play the Commanders. They still got to play the wait, Cowboys check, one more time. Check, check the – um. Oh, I could do it. The Seahawks schedule. Yeah. I know you should the Seahawks got the 49ers one more time. Lost. I mean, they already beat up They already beat up on the Cardinals already. Uh, hold on, I can look it up right quick. Oh, Mark Kelly, what is it, man? You on the sideline. What's the schedule for the Seahawks? <laughs> I, I like them to sneak in. Yo, I th- it's yo, gonna, yo, honestly, amazing. it's going to come down. Cause I think the commanders are going to get in. I think it's going to come down to them and the Giants to see who actually makes the playoffs. Yo, Carson Wentz is done, huh? Yeah, there's no, there's no way you bench ty- uh, Taylor Heineke. I don't that, care if you're not putting up a lot of yards. They winning every game. Yeah, you yo. can't go back. I'm scared. I don't lie. When he plays, I'm I'm scared of him. He plays so gutsy, like like. like oh fights. yeah, they, they getting it. They getting. Ooh, they got the Chiefs still. Yeah, it might be tough for the Seahawks. Well, listen, to this they got the Rams, which should be a win. The Panthers, which should be a win. But then listen to these last couple games, Shady. They got the 49ers, Chiefs, and Jets back to back to back. That's and then they the got the Rams. So they they got the Rams. What are they? What are they? Six and five right now. Rams ain't good. They they hurt. They're gonna be they done. That's what I'm saying. They're gonna they beat hurt. the Rams twice. They got them twice. They'll probably beat the Panthers. The 49ers, they're not gonna win that game. The Chiefs, the Jets, they they're not gonna win that game. They they have a chance against the Jets only because they're at home. But and that's gonna be a revenge game for Geno. But I still don't think they beating that defense. Like, and they defense can't stop nobody. So Mike White keeps playing like he's playing. Good luck. <laughs> good luck with that. So it, it could be a tall order. Um, hold on. I'm trying to see. I think they're what are they six and five right now, or are they Yo, seven and five? Six the and listeners five. don't want to hear about the Seahawks. Can we move this conversation? It's the Seahawks. You're a hater, bro. Why do you think everybody always wants to talk about the Seahawks? Bro? I mean, the Eagles. I'm saying like 
you got all these people in the world driving to work or leaving work. Or well, they're on the West out. Coast, so they definitely want to talk about the Seahawks. Nobody wants to talk about the Seahawks and Geno Smith. The West Coast all listeners do. Stop hating, Shady. They want to talk about them. Why you hating on my, my guy Geno and the Seahawks? Everybody thought they was picking in the top five. Look what they doing. And they got Denver's first round pick, which is crazy because that's going to be a higher pick than the actual um their draft pick. If you think about it, Shady, but I think they got an outside chance again. I think that the, the issue is there's going to be either them, um, the commanders. Talk, talk, talk to Adam. I'm done with the Seahawks. Why are you hating on the Seahawks, bro? You shouldn't be acting like that, Shady. You you better than that, bro. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, so there's seven and there's six and five, like I said. Yeah. So I mean, they got an outside chance, man. They got the same record as the commanders right now. We'll see what happens how, to them. How many? How many do you think they got to win to get in? In the NFC, I think they got to at least win three more. All right, they beat the Rams. They gonna beat the Panthers, and they beat the Rams again, so they might and get in more than and three. They might, they might beat the. Nah, Jets. I don't think so. I think the Giants are gonna lose out, bro. I'm just being honest. Look at their schedule, Shady, Shady laughing. <laughs> I'm being honest, and, and I know uh, producer Pernell don't want to hear that. I I literally think they they're just too beat up. I, all that that invisible juice they was playing with that Willie Beeman Willie Beeman juice, that's about to end, man. Yeah, like we about to see Daniel Jones. They gonna lose every game that sounds crazy. They fight. They they play all divisional games, Shady. All right, and that, that's the hardest games to, to, to lose or to win. Right. It, it didn't look like it versus the the, like, the like, commanders. Like, versus, when we versus y'all like, didn't look that bad. Versus the Cowboys didn't games, look that bad. But that's that's a tough game though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll see. This is I Am Athlete. Tonight, I'm your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guys, Sean Shady McCoy and Adam Pac-Man Jones. And Deion Sanders admits to an offer from Colorado. Now, Coach Prime could be on the move in the coming weeks now. Deion Sanders, the Hall of Fame cornerback who has helped transform Jackson State's football program into a subdivision power, told reporters on Monday at the universe, that the University of Colorado has offered him its head coaching position. Uh, confirming a Saturday report from the Athletics' Bruce Feldman. Now, Sanders also acknowledged that other schools have expressed interest in his coaching services, and one of them happens to be the University of South Florida. This is Deion Sanders talking about the offer from Colorado. Yeah, Coach. Um, over the weekend, Pete Thelman with uh, Fox Sports reported that uh, Colorado had made you an offer to become their next head coach. Mm -hmm. How um, true is their report, and is there any mutual interest between you and the school? Yeah, definitely. The report is true. Um, they're not the only ones. The report is true. I'm not going to sit on here and tell all my business, but they're not the only ones. And I would be a, a liar if I told you they didn't. You know they did. I know they did. Everybody there know they did. So it is what it is. That's not uh, my focus right now. My focus is to to win and to be dominant and then to to and not even to go on to the to during the celebration bowl. My focus is right here in this beloved stadium to be dominant on Saturday. That's my focus. And I keeps the main thing the main thing. And everyone that knows me know that about me. I have an innate ability to focus and keep the main thing the main thing. As a follow-up, um, how do you not let these reports distract you from preparing for each week and preparing your team to play? Well, to someone else that hadn't been that dude, it, it's uh, intoxicating. I've been praying for a long time, dog. <laughs> Attention ain't nothing new to me. 
Like, like, come on, this, this is, I'm not being uh, braggadocious or whatever, that's a wonderful word, isn't it? Braggadocious just came up with that. I think I said that a few weeks ago, but this ain't new to me. Being in the spotlight ain't new to me. I got to just turn that light and channel it to my kids, channel it to my coaching staff, channel it to the support staff. We, we've been in the spotlight for a long time individually. It's time to bring us collectively. And that's what I've been doing ever since I touched foot on this campus and into uh, HBCU football. Uh, Shady, you heard him. This ain't nothing new to him. You heard him, Pat. I've been on this. Now, Deion Sanders is 11-0 and this season. And uh, he's over the last two seasons, he's 22-2. and Adam Pacman Jones, you have a real relationship with Deion Sanders, the father-son relationship. Um, you know, Deion's a friend of the the program, father figure to you, like I said. Should Deion continue to build up Jackson State and that, you know, the, and build up on HBCUs, or should he accept the job at Colorado? Uh the, the, the job at Colorado or come to Florida. There's rumors that USF, a program that has struggled for a while could be offering him a job too. What do you think prime will do? Um, I know that he won't make a decision to after he win the championship. That's first and foremost, because that's how he is. Um, I don't know. I, um, I know we did have a conversation about the Colorado thing, but it's, it's not the only school that's done talk to him. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I know he like down South. I know he like warm weather. So, I don't know. I don't know what to tell nobody. He it, it, it sounds like he's leaning towards it, becoming a coach of a Florida team, Pat. I think he, I think he should go uh, to FAU. I don't want to say that. I don't know that to be a fact. I just said that I know that he likes the warm weather. Um, mm. You can take that how you want to take it, uh, Omar, and try to put words in my mouth. But <laughs> Yo, you I, you inside of this daddy right here, this daddy yeah, talking. But I don't know. Have he built Jackson State up biggest? Is he can get it? Uh, what y'all think? I think I don't know how high he can make Jack and State be. Uh, I yeah. think he's, he's done reached the the highs of the highest. The pinnacle, yeah. Especially if they win it this year. If they win it this year, it's time to pack it up and go somewhere else and win it at a bigger level. Um, I know the respect that he got for the guys. I don't know. It's got a lot to do with, with everything. You know, he got both his sons there. Um, so they play a big role in this, this conversation. It's not just like he's making this decision for the money because he don't need no money or no nothing like that. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. it's got it's got to be the right fit, I think. Yeah, it'll be interesting too because the guys like Travis, the number one recruit in the nation, yeah. the other receiver that was the four star that came there, like would they well, follow they got him? Tra- they got transfer portal, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say, will they follow him if he does decide to go? And I think to your pack, uh, your point, pack right? Dion is locked in. You heard him in the interview. He wants to win. The, the swag again, and then he wants to win the Celebration Bowl, right? Because he lost that last year to South Carolina State. Yeah. Like, they were highly favored, and honestly, Should've South Carolina State, they smoked them. Like, yeah, I, I watched the film because I called a game this year for South Carolina Dion, State. Dion wasn't doing too good during that time Yeah, when, when all that was going on. Yeah, so I, I know he wants to go and win that game. And to me, you know, honestly, Pac, it, it sucks because I talked to Buddy Pugh, who's the head coach of South Carolina State, who played them in that bowl game. And the SWAC and the MEAC are forced to play in that celebrity bowl, right? I would have loved to see Dion and his team go to the playoffs and see how they matched up with like South Dakota State, North yeah. Dakota State. Like, but you know, the the eyes that 
get put on them because they play on ESPN at Celebration Bowl. And then the people that come out to Atlanta to come enjoy that game. Yeah. Like they get more exposure that way. But honestly, I think if he was to stay at Jackson State and build it up, I think it would have been better for him to go play in the playoffs, especially if they're able to make a run and beat teams in the playoffs and win. Say they win the FCS championship, right? Then you get more and more players to potentially come there. Um, So I think Dion, if, to your point, Pac, if he goes out there and wins a celebrity uh, celebration bowl, I don't want to keep saying celebrity, celebration bowl, I think he'll move on. The question is just where is he going to go? Oh, you know it's going to be up because like in anything you want to move up. I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete tonight, weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA tonight trial to start your free trial today. Serious XM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Meet Janice. Unfortunately, her thing is sneeze attacks every time spring returns. I literally sneezed 40 times in a row once. Luckily for Janice, at the Walmart Pharmacy, she can get over-the-counter allergy relief for things like sneezing, runny nose, and watery eyes, fast with online pickup or delivery. No more suffering? That's nothing to sneeze at. (laughs) I see what you did there. Help survive allergy season with fast online pickup or delivery from Walmart. Welcome to an easier pharmacy. Welcome to your Walmart.